Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. Y'all better buckle up today. This is going to be a fun one. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, and I'm so happy to be here with you. This is a great show. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you about one of my favorite partners, Christian Appalachian Project. Y'all know I love CAP. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and each year millions of Americans face the reality of living with mental health challenges. And did you know that there is a quarter the number of mental health providers in the Appalachian region compared to the national average? Y'all, that is so hard to believe, and it's such a problem for our friends who are ready to seek help but can't find it. And that is where CAP comes in to help fill the gaps. They serve families and help children who are dealing with the impacts of a variety of trauma. Last year, CAP provided essential mental health services to more than 900 individuals in eastern Kentucky, which is just awesome. Counselors with CAP often help individuals with chronic multi-layered problems, and recently, CAP's Family Life Counseling Services expanded into additional Appalachian counties. These caring counselors are committed to the value of the individual, the importance of families, and the wisdom of spiritual beliefs and principles. The work they are doing changes lives, it strengthens communities, and creates a ripple effect for generations to come. Let's help bridge the gap and provide mental health care to our neighbors in Appalachia by giving to CAP. Visit christianapp.org slash mentalhealthtsf. That's christianapp.org slash mentalhealthtsf. TSF, and we get to be a part of the solution. As always, if you don't remember that link and you're listening in your car, listening on the treadmill, we've got it linked in the show notes for you and always in the AFD Week Interview email that goes out every Friday. So today on the show, I get to talk with my friend, Kim Gravel. Oh, you guys, y'all are in for a treat. You may know Kim from QVC or from her docuseries on Lifetime, Kim of Queens, which y'all, when I list my favorite reality shows, Kim of Queens is like top three. I loved it so much. She's also been a frequent guest on the Steve Harvey show. She's an author, successful entrepreneur, motivational speaker, life coach, podcaster, and leader in the fashion and beauty industry. Kim and I go way back, like 15 years ago, way back when she invited me to speak on the teen track at a conference she put on. And I have loved her ever since her new book, Collecting Confidence, Start Where You Are to Become the Person You Were Meant to Be, just came out at the end of April. And today we talk about her career journey, women in leadership, calling, and what she's learned about confidence in it all. Y'all are going to love her. And this is such a fun one, y'all. If you want to know my match in energy and volume, it is our guest today. So here's my conversation. Buckle up, everybody. It's me and Kim Gravel. Kim Gravel, I can't believe we're saying welcome to That Sounds Fun, but welcome to That Sounds Fun. It's been a while. What sis. a dream. I cannot believe you're here. I can't believe I'm here either. I'm telling you. I'm walking around this office going, wow. Oh, dang, God, listen, God is good. I mean, for people to know, we have been friends since the season before I moved to Nashville, 2008. You, you and your singing group, Beloved. Uh-huh. Beloved. Literally probably one of the first three people to ever hire me to do anything in this world. What? Yes. So thank you. Well, I mean, you were what you were seeing then. is the fruit of you believing in me when nobody oh, did. So. Annie. I mean that. I can do this because y'all said, we'll give her a shot with our teenagers. Sweetie, so, you are a natural. Well, you you were born to do this. This is your kind. calling. Thank this, you. Come on. Yeah, you know this. Well it, well, it is very fun. But I'm glad to see you again. Remember, I mean, the, I think the last time I saw you was at the airport in Philly. In Philly. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I got to go. Yeah. Love you. 
We'll You're do like, lunch. I'm going to QVC. <laughs> Gosh, that's where. I, yeah, that's my second home away. From yeah, home. right. I yeah. mean, that Atlanta Philly flight must be your life. It's like I know, I could fly the plane. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay, so I want to jump into your book. We're going to talk about everything, but your new book. Let me tell you something. The struggle is so real. Birthing, writing a book is like birthing triplets with I, no epidural. That is. I have heard that. I've not, I haven't done that, but I've done some books, and that's what uh, I've heard. I've heard it feels like a birth. It is. And it's yeah. so, it's different because I, I recommend everybody write something yeah. and put it out somewhere because it's it's the most vulnerable thing you can do. I mean, you've done TV, you've done yeah. pageants, you've done, done singing. This yeah. is more vulnerable. Oh, girl. <gasps> really? Because it's there and yeah. it's forever. Yeah. It's there and forever. And it's something that didn't come naturally to me. You know huh. what I'm saying? Like a lot of times when we're in these places where God's going, all right, I need you to step out. No, yeah. Not an inch. Let's go yeah. ahead and just jump off the cliff. Yeah. That's what he did with this. Because wow. I didn't go chasing this. Yeah. It found me and I'm like, oh. And know, I'm a stubborn mule. story, right? I'm a stubborn mule, yeah. girl. <laughs> I'm thick. I'm thick in the thighs and thick in the head. And you just, I'm are, just not the Lord that, just has it knock on your door. Men, jobs, opportunities, all of it. I mean, any, the story of your husband. I'm just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, it's like you got to take a brick, knock me upside the head. It's I don't know so why that is. I don't know if it's not, I'm an Enneagram 8 yeah. and I just feel like I've got to be in control. Yeah. Or it's just, I'm just not, you know, it takes me a minute. Yeah, that is fascinating. Uh, the first line I wrote down from your book, you Uh-oh. said, you're not holding a book, you're holding a mirror. Right. What? I mean, I went like, oh, I'm telling you, when I read that line in the start of the book, I thought, oh, this is different than I thought it was going to be. Oh, was it? Yes. I thought, oh, she's she's not telling me her story. She's telling me my story. Yeah. That's what you've done. Well, we've all got one. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. Now, what I've learned, which I don't know much. Look, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychologist. None of that. And I'm not that smart. But I know I'm the wisest person I know. Ah. And I'm going to tell you why I know I'm wise, because I don't know nothing. Wow. And when I realized that, and I started looking at my life through the lens of what God has for me and what Mm -hmm. God allowed me to go through Mm -hmm. and all the mistakes and the messes I made, I realized, you know, those mistakes... They don't mess you up. They make you up. Oh, wow. And so when I came from that point of view, yeah. and when God really showed me that, I thought, wow, I've, I've lived some life. I've, yes. got, I've got something to say. Yes. And so does everybody. Mm. So does everybody who reads the book. Yeah. And that's that mirror. When you get real with yourself. Yeah. The title of the book is Collecting Confidence, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting because it isn't earning. It isn't building. It's mm-hmm. it's taking mm-hmm. all your experiences and collecting up your confidence. Women, I mean, I feel this, but the struggle of how do I balance being confident and mm-hmm. not looking like a B word? <laughs> how can I be confident and not prideful? Well, th- there's a big difference because like, now, and I'll say this, confidence waxes and wanes. It ebbs and flows. It's yeah. up and down. But true confidence we know comes from the Lord. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just, but I know a lot of people who walk with the Lord and have absolutely no confidence. Right. I know right. a lot of people like that. Right. And I think we're in a crisis of confidence in this, in this world, in, in especially in this country. More in the faith space or anybody? I think everybody. Because okay. I think we're all the same, just in different ways. Yeah. All of us experience the same kind of loss, the same kind of heartache, the same kind of misery, the same kind of depression. We all go through those things, right? But I think what makes it different is when you learn your why, you learn who you are and why you're here, Mm. the why gives you the confidence to move forward. And that can only be found in the Lord. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm in the world and not of it. So I'm in a really big world that's not everybody's believers. I always say this. I'm a woman of faith. If you're not, that's okay. But you're still created fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, that's right. 
That's okay, because right. everybody can connect with that. So we're mm-hmm. all the same in, in different ways. But confidence comes from, I think we're born with it. Because don't you remember when we were younger? I know for me, I would take the hairbrush and i look in the mirror and be like, how will I know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just belt out Whitney Houston. <laughs> right, right. Right. And I would just, I was free. Yeah, that's right. And, and then life happens. Mm-hmm. Trauma happens. For some people, it's abuse. For some people, it's emotional bullying. Whatever the case, life happens and it Mm -hmm. chips away and it robs us Mm -hmm. of our confidence. The world is a confidence sucker. It tries to take every bit of that innocence and that knowing that you were created for something special. Yeah, because confidence is what makes you unique from everybody else. And the world is saying conform. Conform. Yeah. Get in the box, baby. What box do you fit? And I've never fit in a box. And I still am trying to fit in. I'm like, where's my box? Where's my box? Because I've always been a loud, gregarious, opinionated Southern woman, which is now basically the devil. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everybody will tell you, you know, but if you're that. In a world, I grew up in, in, in the church world, that was not you're supposed to be soft-spoken, and you're Man, supposed to be submissive. That, and I am a submissive person to the Lord and to my husband. Yes, I am. Yes, but I'm I'm loud and proud, mm-hmm. and I never fit anywhere. That's why quiet time never worked for me. For years, oh. I didn't have a quiet time because I was like, "What would you like me to do? <laughs> when when am I quiet? There? You want me to be sleeping?" <laughs> I'm quiet when I'm sleeping. That's about it. I just felt like so much of what I caught or right. was taught, right. either way, I don't know whether it was taught to me or I just caught it from what I was smelling around me. I just thought <laughs> Christian women were meant to be, that I needed to rein myself in about sure. nine times more than I knew how to. I was told that. Yeah. Wow. And look, I don't hold that against anybody. You know what you know, and you do yeah. what you do based on what you know. But the closer I started walking with the Lord and and the more really life and death situations that happened in my life. Yeah. Real stuff. Not yeah. just not just stuff that happens, but just real moments yep. where I had to say, okay, I can't do this by myself. Yeah. And I'm gonna need some help. Yes. Those are the moments where I really my confidence, I was like, oh, I'm braver than I thought. Wow. I'm stronger than I thought. Wow. I'm a co-creator yes. of my life. Yes. Um, I love that I can in the book, that. the co-creator concept. I can do oh, this. Yes. I, yes. I mean, with me and God, there's nothing we can't do. Listen, is it, I mean, I, you and I have talked about this before we were in here, but like, I love the idea of let's just bet on ourselves. Well, got, you God, said that and I was like, yeah, come on with I it. I mean, I just, I am always going to bet on myself and I will fall on my face and I will take some people with me over and over. But, but I bet on myself because what, what do I got to lose with the Lord? Nothing. Right? Nothing. Girl, he'll never leave us. Yeah. He'll never leave us. And and the thing is, is that's the enemy. He always wants us to make us feel isolated, like we're the only ones, yep. that, that no one else feels this way. I mean, but even like you and I talking today, I'm like, okay, there's another woman out there. Like, she's yeah. loud. She's proud. She, yeah. you know, which I knew this yes. about you. I've yes. known this about you yeah. for 20 years. But when we all come together and start having these conversations, mm-hmm. that's when our confidence starts building. We start yeah. supporting. I cannot tell you. Everybody within the sound of my voice right now, if you are breathing and you're not six feet under, mm-hmm. you, you ain't dead, you ain't done. That's it. There is something huge for your life. Yeah. And and look, like you said, I, I'm afraid to do half the things I do, but do it afraid. Do, do it, it afraid. Anyway. That's it. Okay, so if everybody's got something big for their life, does big always look the same? Does it always Lord, look no. like a TV show? Or no. A, no. 
Lord, no. Well, yeah. Lord, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Big is what God has for you. Big yeah. is being effective and being fulfilled. Yeah. To me, laying your head down at night and going, you know what? I'm doing what God wants me to yeah. do. I'm worn out, but... <laughs> You'll never... But but if, if you have that in your heart, yeah. if you have that desire, and you have to check your motives. Yeah. You know, I have to check my motives all the time because I'm a type A person. Yep. And just because I can do it don't mean I need to do it. Mm-hmm. But there is something big for your life, whatever big is for you. Yeah. Don't settle. Yeah, it is really interesting to think about because even when you talk about in the book, you talk about parenting isn't your calling, which is kind of like a move oh, to say yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Right? I, I know. Because there are people who say, I'm called, I was from when I was five years old, I knew God was calling me to be a wife. I think, and calling I think he me would to be a tell mom. you that. I think the Bible would tell us that if that was the truth. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> right. So, what do you do? So, when I was reading, I thought, now what people say to me is, has God called you to be single? And I'm like, well, for starters, in no world, <laughs> I'm going to heaven fighting for this one. <laughs> this ain't my calling. This is this is my current situation. But if the calling isn't mm-hmm. your life place, mm-hmm. what is your calling? So a calling is not an occupation. Mm-hmm. Okay, a but call- it's also not a relational status. It's not a relational status. Yeah. It's not what you do. Is mm. who you are. Mm. It's why you were created. We were created to have a relationship with the Lord. Okay, we're going to put that there. That's We're going to say yep. that. I'm not yep. going to say that again during the podcast. Yep. We yep. already know that. So why you are here is a very specific reason. And a lot of people, including myself, got that confused. I thought my purpose and calling was to sing or to be an entrepreneur. That's what I'm doing mm. in my calling. My, your calling is why. Yes. For me, you normally wow. can, you can drill down your calling to about a couple of words. For mm-hmm. me, it's to build. Yeah, and I tell a story about where I could trace it back to my childhood and yes. understand. I thought I was supposed to be a singer, but really what I was doing, I was building mm-hmm. and, and and to edify. That's yes. really what I'm called to do. And so I can do that in my relationship with my husband. I can do that in my businesses. I can do that in my friendships. I can do that in my, you know, my neighbor friendships and just yeah. dealing with my children. So your why is your call. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it comes from the word vocation or vocar, which is a Latin word to call. Yeah. And I often say this when I'm traveling, I'm speaking and I say to the audience, I say, everybody raise your hand. If you think you or the majority of people have a purpose, every hand goes up. Mm-hmm. And then I say, OK, put them down. What is yours? Mm. The crickets. Yeah. It's the biggest question. Why I am here question mark I think is the biggest question we all have yeah yeah. and when you can figure out what that is oh buckle up buttercup because you're getting ready to fly that's That's what I love because I love the way you the reason that stood out to me is there are so many of my friends who are not mothers but they're called to mother Mm. but they didn't birth them and they didn't adopt them but they're mothering right and so I love the like permission you give to like Yes, if you're married with kids, that is part of what you're meant to do with your life. <laughs> and so don't not do that because you're going after this other you thing. You got to do that. Yeah, like, you got to. You got to feed them. Yeah. You got to feed them. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the uh, battlefield. That's right. You got mom. laundry. You yeah. got all sorts. And yet the calling thing, I, I had a relationship end, I don't know, to a year ago, a year and a half ago. Oh. And I said to my counselor, I was like, I think why this is this one is so hard for me, even though this wasn't very serious, is I thought we were building something. And I love to build. Oh, I know. And so having this realization of like, oh, part of my calling is building. Girl. And going like, oh, no wonder breakups may be harder for me because I think we're building something. And I love building. And then all of a sudden you tell me we aren't building something. And now not only am I not dating you, but also you've busted into my calling. 
but us not building anymore. Mm, you know, Andy, that's good. So having having sorted out what your calling is also really helped me understand my grief. And you know what? Now this might be my next book. Now I said uh-huh, I wouldn't come on. Write I know. <laughs> Because because relationships, I think God has purpose for relationships. It's mm-hmm. not just to get married and procreate. That's right. I truly believe like you have to be doing something towards like his calling and your calling have to be going al- aligning and going together. Mm-hmm. You're right. So I that's why thought you were a dating coach kind of person. You just oh, haven't ever done it. Well, listen, you know, honey, I've been. Da- I used to do that on Steve Harvey. I, yes. And I tell these girls, look, play hard to get. <laughs> Men like what they can't have. <laughs> I'm terrible at that. I'm just always like, I'm around. <laughs> uh-uh. They got to be chasing something, honey. Oh, Lord. They got to be chasing. Okay, see, this way. That's book This two. is your next book. This is your next book. Get our confidence up. Get us in our calling. And then let him chase you and like a dog go. in heat. Yeah, that's exactly. Dog in heat. <laughs> Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick. Take a deep breath. It's a chance for me to share about one of our amazing partners, Pros. Okay, instead of just browsing the shampoo and conditioner aisle and trying to find the one that's best for me, I switched to a custom routine from Pros, and it was one of the best things I have ever done for my hair. And the results I'm seeing just keep getting better. Pros is the world's most personalized hair care, and I'm telling you, it makes a difference. Join the over 1 million people who've taken their hair consultation quiz, which, you know, we love a quiz, on Everything from the climate where you live, the issues you have with your hair, your hair type and texture, and your eating habits. They analyze 85 personal factors and then handpicked clean ingredients to get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. Because of pros, my hair is softer, stronger, and more manageable than it has ever been. They took my answers to their in-depth hair quiz and created a unique formula for my answers. And if I ever need to change my answers, you know, because the seasons change or my hair changes, their review and refine tool allows me to go in and just tweak my information so I can make sure I'm getting the most helpful to me formula. As a Carmen Neutral Certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They are also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral, which I love. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pose has your name all over it. Literally, your name is on the bottle. It is so cool. So take your free in-depth hair consultation. Get 15% off your first order today. Just go to pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. And I have one more amazing partner to tell you about Sundays for dogs. Yep. This one is for the dogs in your life. And I'm not just talking about your Georgia Bulldogs. I'm talking about your puppies. I know you put time and energy into thinking about what to feed yourself and your family. So don't forget your dogs. Sundays for Dogs is healthy dog food that's easy to store and serve for your little guy or gal. So they get a meal that both tastes great to them and keeps them around for a long time. Sundays is air-dried dog food containing 90% meat and 10% vegetables and 0% synthetic nutrients. Besides USDA beef and all-natural chicken, it has digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger, plus disease-fighting antioxidants. I mean, that sounds good to me. Fallon's dog, Teddy, is a big fan 
of Sundays for Dogs. You know Fallon. She runs the That Sounds Fun Network and is the co-host of our favorite snack podcast. And can you blame Teddy with all those ingredients? Who wouldn't be a fan? All the dog moms and dads out there report noticeable health improvements in their pups. Plus, every order ships right to your door, so you never have to worry about running out of dog food ever again. Unlike other fresh dog foods, Sundays is zero prep, zero mess, and zero stress. Sundays is shelf-stable, which makes it easy to feed your pup top-quality food. Done and done. We've worked out a special deal for our dog-loving friends. Get 35% off your first order of Sundays. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash thatsoundsfun or use the code thatsoundsfun at checkout. That's S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-D-O-G-S dot com forward slash thatsoundsfun. Again, sundaysfordogs.com forward slash thatsoundsfun. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog. And now back to our conversation with another Georgia Bulldog, Kim. You do tell this really beautiful story in the book about when you were sorting out your first marriage had ended. Right. Which I think you write about that beautifully. So any of our friends who have experienced divorce for mm-hmm. themselves are, are in their lives. responsibility. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you do. Yeah. You just do a beautiful job of I was so telling fake. about it. Will you? Yeah. That was what was interesting to me. Yeah. As you said, he was always who he said he was. Yeah. It was me who. I was fake, fake, fake. Huh. As a counterfeit dollar bill, baby. Were you confident? No. You know, being an Enneagram 8, being, being, and also being a woman and always trying to fulfill that hole that was inside of me. Because uh-huh. I always never felt enough. Uh-huh. I never felt like, okay, I'm enough. I need to get married. That's what you do. That's the next step. And also, I liked how he made me feel. Mm-hmm. So he was a player, mm-hmm. ball of shot caller. Right. And so I kind of played into that narrative a little bit. That's why I take full responsibility for it. But at the same time, I'm so glad, Annie, that I went through that so young mm-hmm. because I can actually say thank you, God, for that mistake. Yeah. I, I really can because it made a lot of people don't learn from their mistakes. And like I said, I'm thick, so it takes mm-hmm. me a, a little bit. But when I came out on the other side of that, I knew who I wanted to be in a relationship. Oh, and wow. I think that's because everybody says, well, it takes two halves to make a whole. Mm-mm. No. Said, well, it takes two whole people to make a relationship. I'm not so sure. It takes someone knowing the humanness mm-hmm. of who we are. Mm-hmm. And if we come at people through that lens of humanness, yeah. now I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about new agey. I'm talking about you look at people as human beings and not as what they can do for me or what they're going to add value to me or how it's going to make me feel. That's what I was able to do after that divorce. I looked at people as just people. Yeah. Including myself. Mm. So the expectation went way down. Yes. And I started getting I started getting fulfilled through my relationship with the Lord. Will you tell the um the seagull and the frog? Oh, that's my daddy. Yeah. You have a daddy like that, don't yes, you? Yes, yes. Exactly so I, I think every dude should have a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> because you look at relationships and, and women yeah. completely different. Yeah. And my dad and I are thick as thieves. Yeah. And through my divorce, he would call me every morning at 6 a.m. just to check on me. Because I drove an old beat-up pickup truck. That's yeah. when I got out of the divorce. And I lived in an apartment off of Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Yeah, come bow, on. Check out, bow, bow. I mean, it was on the <laughs> wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. And he would call me every morning. And I was just 
I just felt defeated and I felt like a failure. Mm. First ever divorced in my family. And what 23. people can read in the book too is you're 23 years old. You had just been in the Miss America pageant. Yeah. I mean, and I was on a high. Yes, I mean, I might yes. as well just be a, jumped out of a, you know, it was just high as a kite, right, you know, right, just out there. Right. Living the dream. And so when I got divorced, my dad would call me and he, one morning he came over early, brought me coffee before I went to work. And he had this picture of this, this seagull. And it had this frog leg sticking out of the seagull's mouth and was choking out the seagull. Mm-hmm. And it said, never give up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I've been choking that seagull yes. ever since. That's, yes. That is such truth when it comes to when you're walking with the Lord. And living. There's so many people listening to this right now. Are, they feel like that frog yes. getting swallowed up by that seagull. It's, yes. it's, for lack of a better word, it's dark times sometimes yeah. for a lot of people. Yes. It's hard to stay confident, mm-hmm. joyful, you know, just sane. Right, right. <laughs> Much less have the courage and the strength to step out into our calling. But I will tell you this. If you figure out what your calling is, Annie, and you move forward in that, you will have supernatural energy. Mm. You will have supernatural joy. You will have supernatural love for people that you can't stand. Yes, yes. I mean, that is how you have arms to put around the seagull's neck. Is if you're like, well, I know I'm called to this. This is my life. So we got to choke the seagull because I got to get out of here. But don't you feel that way sometimes? Yes. One of the examples that comes to my mind is Ashley will read us emails that people send in that are so kind. Yes. At staff meetings on Mondays. And words of affirmation go so far. And also, I know what I'm called to. So tell me all the nice things and tell me all the mean things. And I'm not going anywhere because I know what I'm called to. But again, the mean things, I would say you're human. It's yeah. The human. Yeah. That's what makes you connect, Annie. Yeah. Okay. Connection is the biggest commodity we have. Mm-hmm. It's not money. Yeah. It's not our looks. It's not what we write. It's not even what we say. It's the connection. Huh. So when you connect with another human being, with whatever you're doing through yeah. your calling, because yeah. we all know you've got a big one. Yeah. That is the ultimate satisfaction. That's the ultimate payment. That's yeah. the ultimate a fulfillment like none other. Yes. When you are doing what God put you on this earth to do, uh-huh. and it connects. Oh, man. I'm t- the first time I walked off stage after one of our tour events yeah. at Summer of 21, I walked off stage and I was like, that is the most Annie thing I've ever done. Come on with it. <laughs> I was like, we have to do that for actual ever. Because that is, I mean, wh- which of your, I mean, you have so many different things, TV, QVC, right, right. your own, I mean, Kim of Queens, which we are going to talk about, one of my favorite television shows ever, singing and all the, bi- writing a book. Is there one that you're like, this is the one that makes me come the most alive? No. No. That all of them. All of them are, I'm doing what I'm called to do. Wow. So I, I tell everybody. Because they're all building. They're all building. So write down your calling in a sentence, in a mission statement, in two words. Yeah. And everything you do in your life, when it goes back to that, like when I parent my kids, I am a terrible disciplinarian. Mm. Awful. <laughs> they go to their dad. You get him to. I'm just. That. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not the fun mom. Uh-huh. You know. I'm like. You got to do that homework. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> drill sergeant, right? So I'm a terrible parent in that. I'm. Ter- I just suck. I just am so bad at it. Uh-huh. And so for me, I think. Okay. Well, if I'm not building. How do I discipline from a builder's point of view? So wow. everything I do goes back to that calling. If it doesn't build, 
I don't do it. How do we find those two words? Are some friends are listening that are you know forty five uh, and they have two middle schoolers and they're trying to figure out. Yeah, what I don't know those two words. I know. It's hard. It's hard. It's taken me a lifetime to do it. Yeah. And my, my best friend, Amy, who's here with yes. me, she did it too. Hers is to bring order. Wow. But you can trace it back. And we talk about it in the book. You trace yeah. it back to when you were young. Mm-hmm. We're born with this calling and we're born with confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens that we start losing it? Yeah. So the beautiful thing about looking back seeing what the Lord has done in your life, tracing your moments back, you can see that thread that has been all throughout, like a big old quilt. Mm -hmm. It's been throughout your whole entire life. And it'll speak to you when you start thinking about yourself. You got to get a little bit selfish. Yeah. You gotta hold the mirror up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta hold the mirror up. You've gotta start looking at warts and all. Yeah. And when you do that, you'll see that recurring thing come and come. Yeah. And come. Yeah. And saying, hello, I'm here. (gasps) Right. And so you looked back and went like, oh, I've always been building. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I can trace it back to my fifth grade talent show. And so then when you are raising your boys, mm-hmm. you're going, okay, when I, the best thing I do is build. Mm-hmm. How can I handle this situation about a soccer game right. and a, as a builder? Right. Brilliant. Well, then on top of that, I, I already know what my oldest yeah. calling is. He, oh, he's soon to be 16. He's, he's his strength. Wow. He's just strong. He's strong yeah. of mind. He's strong of body. He's strong of character. Yeah. He's just strong. He just, I mean, even when he's on his sports teams, they say, they call him the clutch player. Wow. He's just, when crisis comes in, they put him in, he's strong. Yeah. Get the team, gets off mentally, they put Bo in, start talking, he's strong. Yeah. And I think, oh, does he know that? So I'm trying to speak that into him now. Wow. Your calling is strength. Yes. You're a person that brings strength into a situation. Yes. And so when you know your calling, it's easier to kind of pinpoint other people's and see what other people's are. So how old is your second son? 14. 14. So are you seeing it in him yet? Or are you able I'm just to call saying it out he's just, just a fun dude. Yeah. We're just hoping he don't go the red solo cup party <laughs> way. Okay. And if he does, and he, he does, come on back. He come on back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, and listen, all of us survived with the red solo cups. We're all going to be fine. We're all going to be fine. Um, and the fact that you knew what, what a red solo cup yes, meant. Yes, come on. I went to right. Georgia. So I, I think what I'm thinking about is our friends who are seeing that in their kids and they want to call good things out in their kids mm-hmm. without assuming who they're going to be. How do we find that balance of like, man, I want to tell you you're strong. But then he says, but I I don't see that in me or I'm not sure about that. So with your second, you're not calling a word yet. I, I don't I don't know exactly what that is yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he's such a giver. Yes. So I, I don't want to speak to that. And then he'll give everything he's got away. I mean, he That's will take, it. You know, That's it. He'll take the earwax out of his ear and give it to somebody <laughs> if they need it. I mean, he, mama, I've got a kidney. A friend needs a kidney. Um, right. So, you know, I, I will tell you that. When you parent from a place of your calling, Mm. the moments that you have with your kids, for me, has been so... I'll tell you this. I'm going to start crying. You're going to make me cry my lashes off. (laughs) The other day, we were driving down the road, and I was talking to my oldest. His name is Bo. And he said, Mom, I'm a believer. Mm. I said, oh, okay. You know, I mean, we're in church world. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's that's awesome. Oh, that's so special. Yeah. I said, well, what, what do you mean by believer? And he said, I mean, like, I believe, like, you know, I've been baptized. I know Jesus is my Savior. And, you know, I know you and Dad, you know, y'all raised us this way. He goes, but I'm really a believer. And I mean, I said, okay, what does that look like? He's like, I believe God shows up for me. And he said, I want my friends to know that, too. And I don't know if he called a name, one of his friends. I don't know if he's a believer. He goes, I know he believes that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but I don't know if he really believes he'll show up for Mm. him. And I just remember, and I thought, okay, Kim, what do I do? You know, because yeah. as a parent of a teenager, like, 
Okay, don't say nothing. Don't make any right. sudden moves so they'll shut up and never talk to you again. <laughs> That's right. Because, I mean, this is a deep conversation. I'm like, right, yes. Right. You know, and so I thought from my point of view as my calling, I said, well, son, I said a statement of share that what God has done for you and been there for you. Mm-hmm. Like it's a specific basketball yeah, game. Yeah. That he really showed up for, yeah. for Bo. I said, share that. And I just remember pouring into him and building yeah. him up and saying, and have the courage to do that. And I was just building him up, building it yeah. up. Long story short, he did. It's been just a great movement yeah. on the team. Wow. But it's those kind of moments that when you come from a place of your calling, yeah. I was speaking into his calling, which is strength, yeah. and giving him the courage and the strength to go out and share that. Yes. Do you see how it works? Yes. yes it's simple. Beautiful. It's simple, but so we miss it so many times because we're trying to be the best parent. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm a terrible parent. I don't believe that. Girl. <laughs> Don't believe it. As much as I'm in control, I'm out. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, is the passion goes both ways? Yeah, yeah. So it's it it's just it's one of those things where if everybody would just get turned on to what they're meant to do, how much easier, funner, and and more fulfilled would we all be? Is that why the enemy tries to steal it from us? The enemy's a lie, right? Jerk, right? He does it for me all the time. Yeah, he tries to get me not. To edify and build up. Mm. I mean, he works overtime to really just attack that thing. And that's another way you can really realize. And I say this in the book. When when it's everything seems to be going wrong, you're doing something right. That's right, right. If you if the, if it's if you're not resisting yep. it, yeah. Things that you're okay, all right. Yes. Like coming to Nashville, I don't want to go. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I don't want to get up. I don't yeah. want to. The very thing I should be doing, I don't want to do. Uh-huh. Isn't that uh-huh. biblical? Yes. I, yes. Is that David or Paul? One yeah. of them. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. And it feels like for me that, and tell me if this rings true, often I feel like when I'm feeling the most pushback is when the Lord's about to. <sighs> it's something's about. And so I'm always like, man, it always if scares me to death. I, <laughs> I love hearing you say that because me too. It scares me. And I'll just sit there going, Lord, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm so tired. What's the next thing you're going to ask me? Why can't I just sit at home and have a burger and relax and watch reality TV? Right, Don't right. you feel that way? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because people think, oh, you're living, you're calling, it's fantastic. Right. Everything is perfect. It's when you're t- in your dream job, you never work a day in your life. I'm like, I'm exhausted. Opposite, opposite. We work really hard. And I have mom friends who, who work in their homes with their, and they're exhausted. And because they're in the middle of their calling, mm-hmm. right? I think if you're in the middle of your calling, you need more sleep. Yeah, sleep. Yeah, but you do have super energy, supernatural energy, and I I will tell you, it's not easy. I'm not. People say, "Kim, you're so nice." I'm not. Mm. I'm not a nice person. I'm a realist. Uh huh. I'm the rubber meets the road. When people say, "Kim, I want to do this," I'm like, "Do you? Do you really? Right? Really know what you're asking for?" But I will tell you, once you get on the path to your calling, you're not always happy, Mm -hmm. but you're fulfilled. You're whole, and you have joy, and that is just. There's two things I love to do, Annie, is laugh and eat. Yeah. And I can tell you, I have had the most joyful experiences on this journey I've had. I do 50 million jobs. I wear 50 million different hats. But it's that joy of the Lord Mm -hmm. that keeps me going. Yes. Your schedule, the amount of traveling places you go Mm -hmm. for, I mean, you go to QVC how often? Well, not as much anymore. After yeah. COVID, we yeah. started doing it from our house. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. Oh, you know what? I saw that. <laughs> this is stalker. I saw that on Amy's Instagram. Yeah. She's always at her house when she's doing on QVC. Listen, and I'm that type of person. If I know what I'm called, I'm dragging all y'all with yeah, me. That's right, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Will you talk about what you do at QVC a little bit? 
We we have a apparel line and a makeup line, and I it's just love God it. is blessing it, and it's wonderful. We've got a listen. We're building an army of women, a tight twelves yeah. and loose fourteens. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to know that my friend Aaron and I share clothes, and that is why I'm like this one you're about to get is a is a loose fourteen. That's I mean that's, you know what I'm that's saying? A it's language. always in between. <laughs> We're always language. like, like I would love to be a tight ten, yeah, and a loose twelve, and praying about it. <laughs> a tight twelve and a loose. 14. But that crumble cookie you just so gave why, us didn't right. help. So tell me why motivating women to be confident. Why? I mean, this has been your thing from girls in pageants. You remember this? To, yeah, yeah. I mean, why is this part of your calling of building? Because who runs the world? Yeah. I mean, that Girls. is a little bit true, right? Like no, it's Lord, not a little bit. It's a lot true. Yeah. And you know what? I'm 51. And if you don't like it, you're wrong. Uh-huh. Because we run it. <laughs> yeah. Because I live with three men, so I never sit on a clean toilet seat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Sorry. And I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, God made a woman because he knew he needed some help. Yeah. I mean, we just run it. Yeah. And, and the older I get, the more I know that. And I'm not, listen, I'm, I'm not this crazy. I'm a girl's girl for sure. Yeah. But I will tell you, when when mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. Let me just tell you, you can believe what you want to, but women make it happen, mm. period. I don't need to preface that. I don't need to read no scripture about it. I know what God says about when God made a woman. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Women carry such a load that men will never carry. Mm-hmm. I'm not a dude, so I can't speak to that. But right. let me just tell you, as mothers, sisters, caretakers, now career women, mm-hmm. women who are called. Mm-hmm. We wear so many hats. And let me just say, every woman listening to this right now, you're doing good, girl. Yeah, yeah. Every woman listening, you're doing better than you thought you'd do. You are. Ten it, years like, ago, you had no idea you'd be doing okay. anything. Okay, let me give you an example. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to prove your point. Uh-huh. Do you remember when you had a picture of yourself like 10 years ago? Uh-huh. And you looked at it 10 years ago and go, oh, my God, I wish I could lose 15 pounds. I'm so big. <laughs> and you look at it now and think back, oh, gosh, I wish I was that weight 15 sure, years. Sure, sure, sure. You're like, in high school, Hindsight, you thought that was, you thought your face, yeah. I was the bomb. I yeah. should have been in a thong running yes, around. Yes, It's that kind of thing. We yeah. do so much more than we know we do. Yeah. And I, I think it is really interesting. A thing I've been noticing is things like Sabbath rest and things like fasting feel like disciplines the enemy has particularly tried to steal from women. Mm, where we, because he tries to t- I mean prayer he knows he's he knows he can't do anything about that like grandma must pray that's just, that's just honey we're and, all here because you know, somebody's grandmother you know. prayed but the enemy has tried to convince women we can't fast because we have food issues and body issues oh and, Andy that's a whole nother podcast I, right and Sabbath and I'm going no can you be confident enough that you can actually go after the spiritual disciplines God gave us and get a team around. I mean, anytime I'm fasting, my counselor knows, my doctor knows, my pastor knows. <laughs> you got I, a team of people. Yeah, intervention. Yeah, yeah. There intervention. I'm not fasting in secret because I know my history with food and with my body, but I'm oh, not Amy, letting the enemy good. steal that discipline either. And so part of that well, to me is the confidence you're teaching. I was going to say, and you can't let the enemy steal your confidence. Because yes. y'all, let me just tell you something. For such a time as this, meaning, you know, and, and, and we can go wait if you want to, because I've been every size on the scale. Sure. but. Food is such a comfort for me. Mm-hmm. I will be honest with you. I'm from the South, mm-hmm. and we used Same. to eat. It was so comfortable, and it was just, it was family. It was fun. It's how we celebrate and how, how we celebrate how we, how we grieve. It's all of it. <laughs> it's all of it. But at the same time, you know, think about it. We live in a different time. Mm-hmm. We're putting so much pressure on ourselves to look a certain way, to be a certain way. My grandmother wasn't no size two. No. Okay. She, I mean, what I'm saying is that's not our worth. Yeah, it's not right. our calling. Our calling is not to look pretty yeah. and just to be young. Because you know, we—I'm not talking about what my grandmother wore. I'm talking about how she prayed. 
I do not remember I what was she scared wore. Of my grandmother. Do you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I remember her going she, out, going to the Lord about stuff. Because she'd come to me and say, "Let me tell you something, Kim. The Lord done told me don't do." I'd be like, "Oh God, I can't do it." Grandma said, "Yeah, my mom does it too." Right. So what I'm saying is, is that don't be afraid to step into that boldness. Yes, because that's you what you'll be remembered for. You're not going to be remembered for your pants size. And let come me tell on. you something. People want it. Yeah. Oh. Any people are hungry for him. Yeah. They are hungry to know somebody that knows him. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you, I get this all the time because I'm in the secular yeah. world. And, yeah. And so many people say, I know you're close to the man upstairs. Uh, right. They'll say right. that to me all the time. Right. And that is the best compliment. You could say to me, Kim, you've lost 20 pounds. And yeah. I'd be like, woo. And people say, I know you're close to the man upstairs. I'm like, all yeah. right. Yeah. That's my real, that's my real accomplishment. Yeah. You really have built so much of your career. I mean, you're in a Christian singing group, beloved. Oh, and yeah. I loved. Oh, my gosh. And Sagan and not dry. I loved it. I loved it. But, I mean, Kim of Queens, one of my favorite reality shows ever. Annie, did you really watch that show? Kim, you know I did. I was DMing you every episode that released when it was on my television. Listen, when you have a pig passion. Is it still on? Well, they're we re- watch they're re- it? Yeah, they're getting ready to re-release it. Oh, my God. Um, on a st- Roku streaming network. Oh, I cannot wait. And I'm like, this thing won't die. You know why it wouldn't <laughs> die? The message. Yeah, that's right. That's the edification. Right. That's right. I mean, you and your mom and your sister and Amy and, and your friendships yes. were modeling something that we weren't seeing anywhere else. But really? You're building that outside of the f- Christian space. Your QVC is outside. Steve Harvey, though a Christian mm-hmm. man, is outside the Christian space yeah. with the show. Yeah. How? What made you decide to do that path instead of working that's, at a church? That's where they accepted me. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now, look, I would be way more comfortable going to the church every day and sitting in my office and yeah. blah, blah. I would have loved to have done that. Yeah. But, you know, God had different plans. And yeah. let me tell you something. We need more believers in the world and not of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, hear me. You got to be in it and not of it. Yeah, that's right. Particularly in the entertainment space. Yeah, and you'd be surprised how many believers are out there, though. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's it's like drawing the ichthus in the ground, where you're like half a fish, half a fish. You're a Christian too. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. smell it. Yeah. yeah, but this is the thing. It's like, but you don't have to. I don't hide my light under a bushel. I don't. Yeah. I, I yeah. say what I mean to say. God makes a way. Yeah, and I will tell you that. There are people who are called to vocational ministry, yeah. for sure. Yes. And I pray for that. I mean, that is a hard yeah, road Yeah, we need hope. those people, too. Yeah, that's for sure. But there's something out there for everybody in that mm-hmm. calling. Mm-hmm. It, I always say it's like a haunted like horror movie. They yeah. always call, the call is coming from inside. <laughs> that's how it feels. Your calling's always haunting you, yeah. going, hello. Yeah, you said it chases you. It's actually what you said. It chases you. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to share about another amazing partner, Rothy's. Okay, I'm starting to pack for the Here For You tour with Carlos Whitaker since we are weeks away, y'all. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. And my Rothy's are coming along. I promise you that. With Rothy's shoes and bags, you can upgrade your wardrobe in a chic and sustainable and comfortable way. Rothy's are durably designed so you can keep them in your closet longer or, you know, under the bus longer. You can even pop them in the washing machine when they need refreshing. Seriously, mine still looks so good because I just so easily wash them. I have the Camo Cat sneakers. They're adorable. And they're flats. And they still all look like new. And this is what I love. 
Everything at Rothy's is sustainably made with their signature thread repurposed from single-use plastic bottles. The fan favorite shoes, like the flat and the point, are made from about 11 recycled plastic water bottles. And the best-selling lightweight tote is made with approximately 618 grams of ocean-bound marine plastic. How cool is that? So give your spring and summer look an upgrade with Rothy's vibrant shoes and bags that are available in so many fun colors. And with 45,000 five-star reviews, the proof is in those numbers. Rothy's are made to last and they are the best. Friends, for stylish and sustainable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash sounds fun. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sounds fun. And I have one last amazing partner to share with you, ZocDoc. Have you ever been stumped about a health problem you have so you resort to texting your group chat to get your friends' opinions? Listen, not a single one of them is a doctor, you guys. You know good and well they don't actually know what they are talking about. While you're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat, you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and give you the expert care you need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you're not feeling well and already low on energy, finding great care shouldn't take up any additional brain space or effort. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. You can book an appointment with just a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Surprises might work for the podcast world, and we have got one coming very soon for y'all, but they do not work for medical care. With ZocDoc, there are no alarms and no surprises. Choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. Browse doctor profiles, upload, and verify your insurance information, and get the care you need. Go to ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. And now back to finish up our conversation with Kim. A story I did not know was Uh about when your second son was born Mm -hmm. and you literally like died and came back. It was there. I was there. That whole story is unbelievable. People need to get the book to read about that, about you knowing you were dying and the nurse wasn't believing you. But did your calling turn to neon after that? Did Did something shift when you were like, oh, this isn't guaranteed to me. I better run. Well, first of all, I didn't want to come back. I didn't really? want to leave that floor or wherever I was at that yes, moment. Yes. Um, yeah, because you said all the pain went away. It, it was not just pain either. Yeah. It was, um, I can't, I can't verbalize. It was a piece. I know that sounds cheesy. No. There, it was, um, it was an exhale. Wow. Wow. And I get emotional talking about it because I can remember that feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can ever, I don't remember any feeling in my life being as strong as that feeling. Wow. And. It was the bright light. It was a white light, yellow, yellowish. And I just sat there and I was covered in blood. The whole place was yeah. covered in blood. I hemorrhaged. And I just didn't want, I'm like, no, 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 no. Wow. And I thought it was like, it could have been a minute. It could have been five years. I don't, oh I didn't know. Gosh. Time was not of any relevance yeah. at all. Yeah. And I just remember at first I was like, you know, save Blanton if that's your will. Yeah. And then I didn't yeah. care about earthly things. Hmm. I didn't think about 
people say did, my life didn't flash before my eyes. All yeah, you I didn't wanted, like go back and watch a highlight reel. No. All I wanted to do was just be there. Wow. And I've never felt present anymore ever since then is that moment. But when it slipped, slipped away and I felt it going away, it changed how I looked at everything. The, wow. the, the boldness that I had. Yeah. You can't tell me nothing about yeah, God. You can't tell me nothing. Don't tell me he don't exist, honey, because yeah. I done experienced it. Yeah. You know, it just, everything became more heightened. My love for people became stronger. The way I looked at people became deeper. I mean, like, who doesn't want everybody to experience that moment? Yes, yes. That moment was so real. It was the realest moment I've ever had. That is unbelievable. And I, I, this is going to be controversial, and I don't really care. Everything became not even secondary, like fourth and fifth on the list. My kids, mm. my husband, everything just yeah. kind of shifted on down. Yeah. All my priorities got really a lot lower on the totem pole. And people find that hard. They're like, Kim, yeah. that's so, it's the truth, girl. Yeah. It's just yeah. you and him. Yes. It's just you and him. In the book, you when you talk about it, when you say when you came back and, and your family wasn't there, no one was, no there. was there. And then it's like everything accelerated after that. Yes. It was like, have you ever seen those? In, you're in slow motion. You've seen yeah. those movies. And then everybody's like little rats running around. And I just was like, it was just, I just can't explain to you the peace and the gushiness I felt. That's the only thing I know to say. I don't know how to say it. That's beautiful. The gushiness. Just the comfort. Oh, I love it. Well, and I just think when you're talking about confidence and talking about going after your calling, it is easy to think, well, yeah, if everything's been easy, I bet you are confident. And if everything's been... Nothing's easy. Nothing's easy. Nobody's story's easy. Nothing's easy. And so then you read a book from a friend and you're like, you died, Kim? <laughs> did. I missed that you died did. 14 years ago. I didn't know you died. I mean, so that kind of stuff where you go like, oh, yeah, everyone else whose life looks like it is easy to be confident, no, it is not. it's not, girl. It is not. That's, what, that's why when you look at people, that's what I'm saying, the way I look at people change. Yeah. People who are not like me, they yeah. don't look like me, they don't walk like me, they don't grow up like me. It's easy to look at that and go, well, why don't they just yes. yeah. fill in the blank? Yep. We don't know people's stories, yeah. but that's the good stuff. Yeah. That's the yeah. jelly donut. Yeah, that's it. That's I say right. life is like a jelly donut. You don't know what's on the inside till you squeeze it. Right. <laughs> And that's where all the good stuff is. Yeah, that's right. One of the concepts that really stood out to me, I'd love for us to finish up talking about power waiting Mm -hmm. versus normal waiting. I mean, Mm -hmm. because what I'm picturing happen is some of our friends listen while they're getting the asparagus at the grocery store, while they're doing their laundry, while they're driving to daycare or driving their commute to work. And they're going, okay, I'm going to figure out my calling. She's right. Like, I want this confidence. I'm going to read the book. I'm going to do it. But it doesn't always just show up like that. So there's a, there's waiting of like, okay, I'm just going to wait for God to drop it in my lap. And then there's power waiting of like, what do you do? Well, and I, this is a bit controversial because, I, you know, we live in the hustle culture. Yeah. So everybody is hustling. Mm-hmm. I'm a hustler, baby. Right. You know, everybody's like, I got a side hustle and I got uh-huh. this. I don't believe in that in, at all. Because when you just said God's going to drop it in my lap, I truly believe he does that. Really? Yeah, I do. Good. So I don't want to be a little buzzkill here. <laughs> but I will say, you still have to do the work. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And a lot of times in that waiting period, because God's not ever going to give you something. If it's from Him, He's not going to give you something that you're not ready for. Because hmm. this message for me has been incubating for a long, been cooking a long time. It's yeah, overdone. Yeah. And God's not going to put you out there to do his work and you're not completely ready. Right. Right. You're right. So that power waiting is your preparation. Oh wow. 
And y'all waiting, I always say wait well. And I don't wait well for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't wait well in the laundry man. Yeah, I don't yeah. wait well in the McDonald's drive-thru. Right. I do not wait well at all. So I've, I've learned this firsthand. But there's always a time that God will give you the vision. He'll give you the call. He'll give you that dream or goal. And then he'll sit you. Mm. And the bigger the goal the longer the preparation. Annie, can you speak? Can you relate to this? Listen, of course. I mean, of course. There there were years that I wanted to be doing this and I wasn't. Well, you're still not where you're going. That's it. And I'm still sitting here going like, where's more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So you're power waiting right now. You're being obedient right here in Nashville, Tennessee, doing this. There's more for you. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so you have to get used to that power waiting. Yes. But the the key word is power. Because if God gives it to you, he'll give you the power and strength to do it. That's right. That's right. If he hadn't handed it to you. He's going to hand it to you. Yeah, that's right. That's and, and I'll tell this, y'all, please stop chasing likes and opportunities. There's some You can't create opportunities for yourself. No. It, that is a lie from the devil. Mm-hmm. People think, well, I'm going to go ahead and make this happen. No, you don't make nothing happen. Yeah, that's right. God makes it happen. He'll bring you the opportunity. Yeah. Don't work on the opportunity. Work on you. Yes, yes. Work on you. Work on yeah. your and not not just about this drink eight ounce water and jog five miles a day. Uh-huh. Now I'm preaching to the choir, so I need yeah. to do that. Work on your mental, your spiritual, your heart. Be heart led. It has to come from the heart. Not your brain, not your knowledge. It has to be heart led. Yeah. It's the motive that matters. Yes. Not the opportunity, no. not what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's the motive. And everything flows from that. Yes. Correct me if this doesn't feel true to you, but you can have the same opportunity to come to you two times. Oh. And one time the Lord has you right where he needs you. And mm-hmm. the other time you're out of sync with yourself. Or, oh. And it can be the same opportunity. It has two different faces. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you something. You've not missed it either. Yeah, so don't think, oh, I that. missed that last year. He, uh-huh. He'll bring that thing he'll back around. Back if around. you're not ready, he'll bring it right back around. Yeah. You're not on plan B. Yeah. You're not living plan B. Yes. I don't care the mess that you've made of your life. I've got a girl on our team, and she's a recovering crystal meth addict. And I met her at a beloved retreat. the very Wow. And she was two months clean when I met her. Now she's working for us. Yeah. God never, you don't miss it. Yes. You don't miss it. You don't miss it. Even if you mess it up, you don't miss it. We say that. I say our single group of friends, single people, we say that to each other all the time. You haven't missed him. No. You haven't missed him. He's there. The Lord's handling it. If there's a right guy coming for you, you haven't missed him. You can't screw this up. Now, let me ask you this. Do you feel like if the desire is in your heart, Mm -hmm. he's he's not forgotten you either? Yeah. That's why I think, I think if you're desiring, if you're desiring to anything, but yeah. yes, when, if you're talking about getting married particularly, I think if you're still desiring it, it's then, not missed you. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what the story is going to look like. Mine already didn't look like the way I thought it would, but I don't believe I've missed what God had for me in marriage. Now, how do you, when you start feeling down about that though, how yeah. do you, how do you power wait? Oh, listen, how do I power wait? I'm serious. I'm I curious. Know, I know. I go back and read journals mm. and I, I have people that I tell, I have a pastor in Scotland that's like a real good mentor to me mm. and. And so I'll tell him when I'm feeling like I'm missing out on what God has for me or if I feel particularly discouraged when it comes to a relationship not working or being single. But I think it's bringing people, not keeping it to myself. If I mm. keep it to myself is when I drown in it a little bit more. Right? Is That's that exactly it? Just bring what I, people around. Connection, babe. Yeah. We're going right back to connection yeah. is the biggest commodity other yes. than our salvation and our yes. walk with the Lord yes. that we've got on this planet. Yeah, because someone else needs to go, you haven't missed it? And you go, you're right. You're, I've lost my mind. I mean, We're even this morning, I got on Marco Polo with a friend. And I was like, I'm spineless. I didn't say the thing I needed to say. I'm spineless. She's like, no, you're not. You're you'll human. get another chance if you're if you're meant to say it. And she says, well, what if God just didn't want you to say it? And I'm like, well, I think I was supposed to say something and I just didn't. She was like. You think the Lord could have just handled it if, if you were meant to say it? You think it had? And I was like, you know what? You're right. 
you're right. There's ways I could have done that better, but but I was not spineless. <laughs> We've got to stop being so performance driven yeah. and be, you know, purpose driven. Oh, say that right. Mm-hmm. Let's be let's be purpose driven. Right. I need you to know you've known me a long time. I wear about the same size pants I've worn. I mean, I've I've roller coastered <laughs> a little bit, but I'm about the same I've been since college. But my confidence is so different. Mm, and I am Annie. like, I, my body is not different. What I think about who, how God made me and what I meant to do on this planet, light years different. But, but that's, the, that's what I'm trying to say yes. in this book is that, that it, that is where our true fulfillment comes from yes. is whose we are, uh-huh. who we are, and why we're here. Yes. That's and it. Then, and then whatever your body looks like, whatever your brain, uh, uh, who cares? He don't need your body. Run after it. He don't even Run need your brain. Yeah. Honey. I mean, that's it. So that's why, that's one of the reasons when I read this book, I was like, Kim's got to get on here. I got to have it. Kim on here because, to me, there is secret sauce in what you're writing, mm. and and I don't. Thank you. Amy. I haven't read a lot coming from you. I read a lot of books. I read. Uh, you get around. You get around. Show. And this one, I was like, man, this is, this is the one I want us to hold and go like, where am I missing? I mean, you had me saying, where am I missing it? Still, I, mm. you, as I'm growing in this, where am I missing it? And so it's just beautiful. It's just step out. Listen, y'all, step out. And let me say, even if if you're Christians going, I don't know what to do in my life. I don't know because we don't really talk about this. I know. Especially for young people. There's a reason you're here. Yeah. You're not just taking up space. That's right. Y'all. And that, if the enemy can get you away from your calling, because calling is connection, Mm -hmm. and that is how you can totally share the light of Jesus with the world. Yes. There'll be things, a Bible study, there's a lot of people don't go to Bible study. A lot of people Mm -hmm. don't ever pick up the Bible, never Mm -hmm. go to church. Mm -hmm. But they'll be connected to you through your calling. That's right. Oh, God, just got cold chills. You're right. No, 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 no. We got to say that again. Yeah. There are the people will not even receive the yes. Bible. You're the only Bible or Jesus they ever see. That's right. And they'll see it through what you're called to do. Yes. Period. Drop that's mic. It. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that's why shining your light the that's way it. God made you matters. Because that, that have tone, to have it. we got to have every shade of this light. And if I'm just trying to be mm. Kim or if I'm just trying, if I'm trying to fit in everybody else's boxes, if we're all trying to be Beth Moore... Beth Moore's light. Oh my is God, Beth, Beth Moore, call me. I love you so much. I know, we do love you so much. I'm Beth obsessed Moore. with you. I stalk you on Instagram. <laughs> love you. Bye. It's the truth. It's true. But that's, I mean, that's why you drop a mic on that because you go but, like, this is it. I, I got to be Annie, confident of who Annie, God made Annie. Watching you in your calling inspires me to do mine. Oh, we got to quit comparing. Say. That's it. That's Comparison right. kills that's confidence. Right. Be your shade. Go, of light. go. I love that. Yeah. That's a book. Yeah. Right. I'm stealing that. Yeah, you got two books to write now. I'm just saying, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. When someone else is walking in who they are unapologetically, oh, it lights me up. Makes me you're right. It makes me want to do it. I just want to lift a barbell worth three hundred pounds. Right, I know. I'm tired of even talking about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, what do we not say that you want us to make sure That's we say? That's it. Whatever. I love you. Okay, great. I love you too. Thank you for you doing more. this. The last question you always ask, Uh-oh. because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tell me what sounds fun to you. Mm. What do y'all do for fun? Oh God, I just want to take off my bra and go to the spa and get a massage. <laughs> That's it. This bra and girdle's killing me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, massages though, that's your thing? Oh honey, I lo- I'm a spa junkie. Uh-huh. So when you're traveling, are you like, I'm going to find a spa? How often no, do you get to do No, I think about it. <laughs> I consider I'm a it. mom of two boys. Yeah. I got a husband that's three kids. Uh-huh, I mean, what right, do I do? Right. <laughs> and this so, is what I say to Travis, I love you, don't touch me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he seems, I can't wait for people to read the book. He seems like the nicest man. I've never met him, but he seems like okay, the we'll nicest. Call, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. He's a good man. Okay, get a massage. That's it. That's it. Get confident and get a massage. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thanks for doing this. Love you, girl. 
Oh, you guys, isn't she the best? Isn't she the best? I know. I knew you'd love her. I knew the energy levels would be what you needed on this day. Y'all be sure to grab a copy of Collecting Confidence. It is really good. And what a great book to gift to graduates in your life, to women in your life. I just think it is. Oh, it's great. Go follow Kim on Instagram. Thank her for being on the show. And you guys, okay. We've been busy working on a project that I am so excited about. Here's my question. Are you single? Are you dating? Do you want to be dating? I need you. I like need you to go drop your email in the link in the show notes so I can share with you first what we have been working on. This is for you. And I want to make sure my friends know about it. So go to the link in the show notes to find the form where you drop your email. I'm going to email you really soon, like personally email you very, very soon because I want you to know about this. Plus in the show notes, you'll find the links to all of our sponsors there and you'll find tickets to the Here For You tour, which is brought to you by our friends at Africa New Life. It's happening in June, a whole tour about community, about being together, about being here for you and you showing up for each other. Y'all, it's going to be awesome. Get your tickets at hereforyoutour.com and y'all come see us. Okay, so we heard what sounds fun to Kim and now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of our friends who's listening, just like you. Kristen, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Hi, I'm Kristen. I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And what sounds fun to me is because I have a very active two-year-old son and I am also pregnant What sounds fun to me is getting away for a weekend from all of the craziness (laughs) before child two comes. And my husband and I actually get to go to a couple's retreat at the end of April at a camp in northern Michigan. So I'm very excited. Listen, the camps in Michigan are some of my favorite places. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. All the lake. I mean, everybody goes to camps up there. Yes, we do. All the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. do you know what your second child is? Yes, it's a girl. It's a girl. Thank you for making an mm-hmm. announcement on That Sounds Fun. So you have a son <laughs> and you're about to have a daughter. Yes. And they're going to be about two years apart? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. Excellent. That's so fun. Yes. I love it. Yes, I'm very, I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay, but the fun thing is getting out of town. The fun thing is not that yes. necessarily only having a daughter. <laughs> it's having a daughter and right. you get to go out of town for the weekend. Do you have yes. a favorite camp in Michigan that we should all look up? Um, it's where we're going. It's called Lake Ann Camp. Lake it Ann. is by Traverse City. Yeah. And yeah, I grew up attending it as a camper. And then I also worked there for four years in college. So it's yes, I'm girl. partial to it. This is everyone's story. I grew up at this mm-hmm. camp. I worked here for a minute and my whole family's yes. gone. My grandparents went here. Yeah. This is what I've mm-hmm. learned being a yes. in my job and going to Michigan as everybody yes. has their camp. Yes, and that this is ours. Okay, Lake Ann. Lake Ann, yep. Okay, L- I'm going to look it up. L-A-K-E-A-N-N. Love it. Oh, I love that. Okay, if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me, that is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is getting on a plane and flying to a graduation party. Congratulations to my friend, Britt. She has worked super, super hard, and I cannot wait to celebrate her this weekend. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday for a special episode with my friend that you may remember from back in ye old days of the Love Better Tour of 2020, my buddy, Ellie Bonilla Jr. Y'all are going to love him. We'll see you back here on Monday.